Welcome back to the Book Boys podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about the next chapters in The Divergent, which happen to be chapters 7 through 11. So yeah, check it out! Check it out! I'm going. In chapter seven, um, nothing really happens. This is kind of just a filling, uh, a filling chapter. Um, the only real interesting that happens is they talk about rankings and how people will be eliminated as they try to join Dauntless, which kind of scares um, Triss a little bit, but she's not too afraid. Um, but yeah, nothing really happens in this chapter, and it's boring. But it was her first official day at Dauntless. And she misses her brother, Caleb. One of the trials that Tress has to go through is sparring. Thankfully, she doesn't have to do that super on the next day. And she gets to watch some of the other... Uh, new Dauntless people do it first so she can get uh, an idea of what's happening. It still makes her nervous, though. Chapter 8. In this chapter, um, Triss and all the other initiates, initiates, I think, yeah, Learn how to shoot a gun and how to win a fight. And Four is teaching them how to shoot a gun in the first part of the chapter. Um, and then he's just. Even in the beginning of the chapter, Triss is like, already wore out just from learning how to handle the gun, and then they still have to learn how to fight. Triss is starting to notice the divides between the different initiates just from where their factions, where they came from, um, faction-wise, and then, um, they're starting to learn how to fight, and Four is teaching them, um, about how to prepare their body to act in case of threats and challenges, um, to live the life of Dauntless, and she's just realizing how hard that's gonna be. Triss also realizes um, that her test administrator, or I guess simulation administrator from where she did her test on what faction she would join, um, she realized that Tori actually is a Dauntless and works at the tattoo parlor in the Dauntless um, headquarters. And her and Christina, um, her 
new friend who we also meet in this chapter. Um, and then also Will, another character that we meet, uh, go to the tattoo parlor and Christina decides to get a tattoo. And also Tris decides to get a tattoo of crows um, flying birds across her collarbone um, toward her heart because it's a fear that she needs to overcome or has overcome, I guess. And um, so that was just an important part of the story. So in this chapter, um, Triss is really relieved because she doesn't have to to fight any of the other um, any of the other uh, initiates. Initiates. Yeah. Um, uh, and she and she's also really happy that she gets to, like watch someone like watch other people fight, so she knows like what to expect when she has to. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, so Christina gives, uh, Triss a warning about Peter, who she says is pure evil, um, because he used to, like, not be very nice to people, um, because they were in the same faction, and so she knows him. Um, and then also, uh... Triss is feeling worried because, like, her faction, like, you, like, that, like, the worst thing you could possibly do is hurt someone. Like, that's terrible. Um, and, and so, like, she's really, she's worried, she's really worried about doing that. Um, Triss also does not like, um, the, uh, trainer that they have, uh, whose name is Eric. He just is like, uh, he doesn't really care about what happens to them, like, while they're fighting. And, and the other trainer, Four, his name is Four, he, he leaves to help one of the injured people out, and so she's kind of worried about that. So, Christina, who is Triss's new friend, has to fight uh, a bigger girl named Molly, and she ends up getting uh, beat by her, And um, but they only win when one person goes unconscious, and, but, like, Christina, like, she just, like, isn't falling unconscious, and so, like, Molly is just, like, kicking her and kicking her over and over again, and, uh... And and so Christina like finally gives up and she says, Stop, I'm done. And and Eric, the mean instructor guy, um, gets like really mad that she like gave up and he makes her hang over a chasm by a railing for five minutes. And and then like she like her one of her arms slips off and she's like holding on with one hand and she like is like in a really close state of death because if she lets go she will most certainly die and 
She's at like four minutes, but she's like barely hanging on. And then... Then it, she finally hangs on for five minutes um, and and all of the other people go to help her up. And then Eric says she has to get up by herself, but um, the, they help her anyways. Um, in chapter 10, this chapter is actually really short, but it's kind of an interesting chapter. So Tris has to go up against Peter. It's Peter, right? Yeah. And Peter is like a six foot tall, you know, man. And so Tris proceeds to get the literal crap beaten out of her. And so, yeah, that was fun. And she was really, before the fight, she was really scared because they had to fight a guy. And I think that that was kind of weird that they would put a girl up against a guy like that. Ruthless. Except, except knowing Dauntless, it is kind of what they would do. But I think that's unfair because if if say like Tris had to fight someone that was more like in her weight range or at least a girl, you know, then maybe it would have been more of a fair fight. Except we just see Tris getting beaten up by someone that's not even fair or that's way bigger than her and it's not fair. Tris doesn't hear the alarm the next morning, but she does hear all the other initiates getting ready because they have to wake up really early and so her friend christina wakes her up and she is like trying to cover up all her bruises um because she's kind of embarrassed of them everybody goes outside of the gate and they do some patrols and that's pretty much all they do in this chapter it's pretty boring um there is some plot twist but overall this part of the reading is pretty lame so yeah and now we go into some in-depth conversation. Open conversation. I mean, discussion. All right, so what was your guys' opinion on these last five chapters? Because, in my opinion, these were kind of boring. But it got us to know Dauntless a little better, and I think that's good. With well, the, how the pacing of the book has been so there far. There was actually quite a bit of action in it, because there was, like... All the different fights and, like, the, the new scoring thing that they realize. Um, and then there's, like, uh, her new friend that has, like, he makes her, like, dangle over the edge of the railing thing into, like, the pit, which is really... Um, um, yeah, we meet a lot of new characters. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really exciting, and That's it makes me really happy. And I am really, really happy about how this reading has been going so far. I got you, bro. Okay. Okay. So, how would... I mean, I think that was good, but I think the fights were... The fights were entertaining to some point, but all of the fights that we witnessed, it was just kind of one person getting destroyed by the other person. Like, Al and Will, Al just beat him up. Christina and Molly, Christina just got her rocked. And Peter... And Tris, just Peter bullied her. So I don't think there was any... There's no competition in the fights at all. Yeah, there's just, like, minor conflict and then destruction. Yeah, yeah. well, I think it, it definitely... There definitely will be some more even matches, I think, once it progresses. Because they'll pick out all the weaker people. And so, like, the strong people will be able to fight. And they'll be more interested. And we also get to see the difference in the style of leadership between Four and Eric. We get to see Eric is more, like, very traditional... 
and a lot more ruthless than four. Four is more merciful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four is. Four like four is, is going to be a pretty important character as the story progresses, and I'm kind of interested to see where that goes. Like very interested. Um. Well, I'm I'm excited to talk about the paintball game that they're going to do because that sounds super cool. I just am excited that her parents don't love her just like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, okay. So, yeah, going off that, I mean, they're probably super mad at her right now because she hasn't been able to contact them since she became Dauntless, so... Yeah, yeah. I think that it was the right choice in Triss's move because if Dauntless makes her happy... But, I mean, what if Triss just gets kicked out and is factionless? That would be terrible. And then no one would like her, and she would be, she'd have nowhere to go. Because if she got kicked out of Dragon Negation, at least, like, you know, she tried. Or, like, actually, how would you get kicked out of Dragon Negation? You're just not selfless enough? You're not boring enough? You're just, like, mean to people. You you were, oh, no, you just, you picked up the $10 bill on the ground, and you took it for yourself. yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of giving it to the homeless person on the street. The, The factionless. What about them? A factionless. Oh, yeah, Sorry. they are the homeless people on the street. They're factionless. Yeah. For the most part. Which, why is that? Like, that is so weird. It kind of reminds me of, um, what other book is that where if you're like, um, oh, Keep in the Lost Cities, where, like, if you're talentless, then you're, like, a nobody. Yeah, like, no one likes you. Yeah, like, that's kind of weird how, like, in different books, the different themes, like, amazing part of it. But Divergent, like, but people that are Divergent, like, could be so much better because they're all unique. Oh, they are better because they're more, they, like I said in the last podcast, they're, like, they're better people because they have a little bit of every quality in them. And that's uh-huh. good. I mean, that, like, keeps their character alive instead of being just, like, only telling the truth, truth, which would be, like, that's just bad. Well, yeah. you know, I think I think she needs a boyfriend like Gavin. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think she's just doing just as good, and I don't think I need a boyfriend either because that's kind of gay. That's okay, Gavin. I'll date you. <laughs> I feel like we're getting off topic here and it's getting kind of weird. Okay, let's bring it back. Okay. okay. Um, so, Divergence. I feel like overall the Divergent characters are better than the stupid, like, just one faction person who's just, like, either really selfless but never tells the truth or always tells the truth but is, like, really selfish and just stuff like that, I feel like is a big factor in character to these people. Back to you, Desmond. Um, I think that... What I think? I think that... I think that Donalus is the coolest faction, even though we don't know a lot of the other factions. Like, they guard the outside walls, and they do fun stuff, like paintballing. It just seems scary. This seems scary. But it seems more entertaining than sitting in an office job or just... Like, yeah, or being like, a farmer. Would you, like, rather learn about stuff or, like, play paintball? Play or, paintball. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or be a farmer. But I'd rather learn about stuff than die and play paintball. Well, you might not die. Well, might not. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean the they all, they, hey, they stop when you get unconscious. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't like... <laughs> you do like... realize that brain aneurysm, you go unconscious when you die from a brain aneurysm from blunt force trauma. Well, Gavin, just don't get knocked out then. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you just win every time. It's that easy. Yeah. It's that yeah, easy. Yeah, it's that easy. Just be really buff. Just, just make sure you're fighting like Triss, because she's like a little girl. Yeah. Then you you'll win. To, you have to play to your advantages. Exactly. Just, so like, just make sure that make sure that Eric or Four judgment. likes you. And so then they'll make your matchups easier. 
That's true. But Eric likes nobody. It feels like he's just like Eric is just some hard jerk. like jerk guy. No, like, he doesn't. probably likes Peter because Peter's just like him. That's probably true. He's probably like his rude apprentice. Apprentice. Yeah. Except they've never known each other until this. Well, he might become his apprentice. We never know, Silas. What do you have to say about the matter, Silas? Um, I think that there is no way that he is going to be his apprentice because Four would probably beat up Eric. That's I think true. that Four is a really cool character, but I also think it's a little sussy that Four what? is like eyeing out Triss and like being a little too nice to her. I think that's a little sus, but that is just my opinion. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. That's I feel like my... I don't know how old Four is. But isn't he like twenty? Yeah. That's I don't know, man. He's got to be a lot older than her. He's the instructor. Yeah, That's he's like the, the leader guy. But he might also just be being nice because um, he's a nice person. Yeah, and or he feels pity for her because she's like just the one stiff out of all of the dauntless people, and she's like getting um, stereotyped and like um, discriminated it's, against it's, just because she was from abnegation. It's factionist. Yeah, well, no one cares about. So, uh, I know we rated the book so far. Have our ratings changed since the last podcast? Since we've my read rating, the last five My chapters? rating goes down one. Really? It was, it was kind of boring. Yeah, and it wasn't that memorable. It was fun. It wasn't that memorable. We just saw people got beat up, and we just see how, like... Yeah, well, there, there was also, like, the part where, like, like Katrina, or, yeah, Katrina almost dies. Like, that's, that's memorable. That's Christina. It's Christina, right? Yeah. Alright, it yeah. sounded like you said Chris or Katrina. Oh. Like Hurricane. Yeah. <clears throat> like Hurricane. Like Hurricane Tortilla. Okay, but yeah. I would say my rating I'd say it's it's about the same. I I'd say I said around eight. I would say it's leaning a little bit more towards the nine side just because there's a little bit more action and it's a little bit more interesting just because of how um I don't know, just all the fights and stuff is kind of I just, I just don't like how they do two days and they're the exact same. They wake up and they fight and then they go back to bed and they wake up and then they fight. And no, then, yeah, like but then the it's other, like a routine. The but then it's like a routine so they can break the routine for the yeah, story so like, to progress. Per- like, personally, I really like that. Like, I, like, my whole day is like a schedule. I just don't like how it's boring, to be honest. It's not really yeah. that boring. Though. Yeah, well, my rating has gone down 0.1 from an 8 to 7.9. I would say mine stay the same at a 9 or a 10. I think it's pretty good. I just think it's going to be hard to finish this podcast over just something that's, like, not that memorable. exciting. I mean, yeah. I guess we, we should go back. Yeah. Um. So, what else do you guys have to say about the reading, you think, Desmond? Um, I think that the book is easy to read and easy to follow, and the pacing is pretty good. But this chap, these these five chap or these five chapters were a lot more boring than the ones that we did last yeah, time. Yeah, well, it also needs to like, um, like it needs to like explain all the different Dauntless stuff and stuff like that. I wish I wish you would go more it's into like detail. A, it's like a necessary evil. I wish you would go more into detail about the other factions because we don't really know anything about them. We just know yeah, abnegation sure. is just like regular people, but they're selfless. Yeah, I wanna I wanna know how. But what I we don't know about Yerudite. Or Candor, or well, the farmers, I think it'd be really or cool if they like showed like what was happening with their brother and their parents and stuff. Yeah, yeah, kind of like how Wonder has the different like perspectives. They could just have like Caleb's perspective, and then also Triss's perspective. Fours, maybe. Christ- Fours, yeah. Fours. Yeah, 
Like, just have, throw them in for a couple chapters. Because how they see the world is way different than how Triss sees it. Because Triss is, was a stiff. But maybe we want... Um... The tra- maybe we want the perspective from uh, Caleb to be- from becoming a stiff to becoming a erudite, and erudite. maybe that would be very entertaining. But maybe not because erudite's just knowledge. So what do they do all day? They just like teachers and stuff. Yeah, they just learn. <clears throat> they want to mo- know more about the world around them, which I think is important. Like I said, if you but could- I don't understand why the other factions can't do that. I just feel like they're cold though. If they're like heartless. Probably would be my guess. Like, they're just, like, like, if you're, like, they're a lot better than you because they're smart and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I just like to, like to learn more about just. But the one thing I would, sorry. That's fine, go for it. But one thing I would like to know is that, because this is just one city. What about all the other cities in the world? Like, do we ever get to learn about them? Or like, do well, we just... I think when they like when they like do their like patrol thing for the wall, like we might be able to like see like a glimpse of the outside world and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're the only city left in the world after monsters ate them or something. I don't know. And they have like the outside wall to protect the monsters from getting in and eating them all. Yeah, like Attack on Titan. What is it? Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of different spectacles. Like spec. What do you call that? Speculation and what could be outside the wall. Like, I mean, what are the possibilities? Yeah. And, like, people might just, like, not even really know it either. Like, they just, like, might not know. They're just scared just to be scared. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of rough, though. All right. So, now we will continue talking about the book. We just had to take a short intermission for uh, dinner. And I would like to take this time to talk about... When when does this book when does this book take place? Like, is it? I mean, it's in the future, obviously, but well, is it? Maybe is it? it's in the past. How far in the future or past is it, or is it in the well, present? It talks about like some like like apocalyptic apoc- apocalyptic. So it's in the so it's in the so it's in the future then. It's probably in the future. Yeah. Okay. So, what are your guys' opinions on apop- apocalyptic scenarios in these types of? Movies. Well, I mean, like, it could have been a lot of things. It could have been, like, you know, like a giant solar flare, like the Maze Runner. Or it could have been, like... Zombies, like The Walking Dead. Yeah. Or those, um, those weird things from Quiet Place. I don't yeah. know what they're called. It's kind of annoying when, like... Quiet Place is actually a really good movie. I really like The Quiet Place. Yeah. I think it's really good. Except when the mom steps on the nail and the kid gets his leg cut in a bear trap. That was really gross. I didn't like that. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like there are so many movies. Like, there's such a long list of movies that are like post apocalyptic. Okay, I can't even say that word. Apoc- apocalyptic. Post apocalyptic. Um, like, uh, another one that comes to mind is like um, Matrix. Matrix, and also um, uh, it's it's uh, Hunger Games. Oh yeah, Hunger Games. Yeah. I like Hunger Games, but I like Hunger Games. I think. I think the movies were okay, but I like the books a lot, though. Do you think um, this book or Hunger Games would have been easier to do a podcast on? Uh, this book, because there's more stuff about in it. And, po- and Hunger Games, not like most of it is just them in the woods fighting. Yeah. That's a good point. It, yeah, it would be. And, there's just, and then there's also politics. And 
you know. But in this book, you know, there's lots more factions. I mean, we could talk about each of the districts in Hunger Games because, like, we could talk about it's yeah, like thirteen districts. It's, it's kind of they're like pretty similar books, like yeah, like just like like if general. you had told me they had the same offer uh, author, I wouldn't I wouldn't be that surprised. Well, it's just like the same kind of yeah. It's just like the same kind of uh, concept. Probably just concept, yeah. a different two different authors take on the situation or, or on some if they yeah. had to write about something. Yeah. Because your voice. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that this book does apocalyptic really well, and I can't wait to find out what they are fighting on the outside wall. If they are fighting something, maybe they're not fighting the outside wall. Maybe they're just, you know, maybe something just happened on the outside wall and they can't do it. Maybe they're not even living on Earth. They're living on the moon or something. I mean, they're probably cool. living on Earth. Yeah, they're just, like, they're just like a giant dome that they're in. Yeah, on the moon. Yeah. What if it's a simulation? One day it's all a simulation. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, agreed. When do you guys think that we'll be able to get to the moon? We or no, if we have the moon. To, to Mars. Moon. To Mars. To Mars. Like to live on Mars? No, not to live on Mars. Just touch... Human touches foot on Mars. How would um, you guys like the movie Martian? That movie, yeah, it was really unrealistic because I don't know how he just farmed potatoes out of nothing. But, yeah, it was still a good movie, I thought. Yeah, it was alright. Cole I'm Damon sure. did a pretty decent job. I haven't seen that movie. Oh. Do you think we could do a podcast on that? Would that be hard? Um, well, the movie. You can do a podcast on pretty much anything, though. Well, it would be really hard because we'd have to put more talk more stuff about than there is in the actual movie. Yeah. We couldn't summarize it all. We'd have to just talk about every second for, like, three seconds. Okay. Well, we have to um, get back onto the book-related topics. Okay. What do you guys think will be the most important side character in this book? Like, Trish is our main character. Four. four. Why do you think four? I don't know. He, she just shows a lot of interest in him already. Just in the first 11 chapters. And I feel like maybe something will happen there. I don't know. I think... I kind of agree with that statement. Because it seems like maybe he'll be a mentor to her. A potential love interest. Even though that's probably pedophilic. Pedophilic? You like? Pedophilic. I don't know. <laughs> but... Pedophile I just feel like that's kind of gross. But maybe he'll just be a mentor. And it'll be lit. I think I think Christina will also play a major role because it's like she's like her only companion. Friend. She's like a co like a yeah. yeah they're so, like I mean, they're like in it together. They're in the, the yeah. So I think she'll be in a lot of it. What what faction did Christina come from? Um, Candor, I think. Candor. So that's the one that always tells the truth. Yeah. That would be kind of hard to like always have to tell the truth even yeah, when you're I can caught see in the wrong. She left. Like even when yeah. you're caught in the wrong, you have to tell the truth. That's rough. Yeah. I'm just like, lie, just because. <laughs> yeah, what, how are they gonna know? Because in Candor, you always have to tell the truth, so if you just lie, They probably have, like, you. some kind of way to figure it out, though. Maybe Candor just has the super senses. Maybe. That would be cool. I want to learn more about the one irrelevant one, that's the farmers. Oh, uh, what's their name? Um, Silas? Amity. 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 I feel like there could be more meaning to that than there seems at first, like, to that faction. Like, they can't just provide food. Maybe Why there's, not? like, a value. They could totally just provide food. Maybe there's, like, a char- I feel like there has to be a characteral value behind that instead of just farmers. Like, all these, like, qualities, these character qualities, like, telling the truth, um, being, like... Uh, being courageous and other other ones 
And then there's just farmers. Like so it, after... It seems like there has to be more character traits behind that. So all of us said yesterday, Gavin said he'd be in Dauntless, Sal said he'd be in Dauntless, and I said that I'd be in Amity. Do you guys still believe that after seeing what has all happened in Dauntless? Today? I don't know. It seems kind of rough, honestly. Yeah, it does. I think, I think it would still be more interesting than the other ones, though. I mean, like, do you think it's worth being more like, interesting or dying? What well, do you think I mean, more? Well, I mean, because, like, I wouldn't know what it would be. Like, like if I came from a different faction, like, I wouldn't know what it would be like. So, like, but we're talking about from our perspective because right they now, don't know everything. I mean, like, right now, what from you what know. what we know about them, I don't know if I would. But if I was, like, actually in the story and I was, like, from a different um, faction and I see, like, the, the Dauntless people, like, running around doing parkour and stuff, I, I think I would probably join it. See, but I don't know about that. what I know now, I probably wouldn't because it's just really rough. I just to... feel like I'd get beaten up and I don't really want that. See, yeah. I don't know about that in the beginning if I would. I say that, but I don't know if I would have enough courage to actually do that and go against my family and just be like the odd one out. I don't know if I could do that. I'd be hard. Yeah, I feel like if I, if I got stuck in Amity, I wouldn't leave because I wouldn't. Plus, if you go to Dauntless, one, you're a traitor. So even if you get kicked out because of... The rules, like it's a challenge and stuff. You can't go back to your family or anything because you're just factionless. And also, um, you could just you could just get killed in Dauntless too. Yeah. Like, well, cause what if Christina had just fallen the cliff after she had surrendered to Molly? What if she had just yeah. died? But I think it also. So that concludes our podcast for now. Um, make sure to watch the our next podcast that we will make. Um, in this podcast, we went over the the eighth, no seventh through eleven chapters. Um, and next we will be going through. Let's see. Um. 12 through... 18. 12 through 18, because we do 5 19? and we do 6. I think it's 19. Yeah. 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll be going through the next 18 chapters, through the 18th chapter, and, yeah, make sure to listen to that one.